Hey everybody, welcome to YKS, your Kickstarter sucks. This is episode number 29, mark it down, 29. Uh, I'm your host, Jesse Farrar. Uh, joining me live via satellite is our our wonderful co-host, Mr. Mike Hale. Hello, Mike. What you talking about, Jesse? <laughs> Holy shit. Remember that? Uh, remember that. I don't think either one of us remember it. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's uh, with the little guy on there. What was his name? With the little fella on there. Gary Cooper. Gary Coleman, I think, is what you're looking for. What was up with that guy? Uh, well, uh, well, he was a small man. Yeah. And wasn't the other guy on there a small man also? Like a goofball. Uh, what was his name? Uh, I want to say it was Maurice. Okay. I don't think it's... Um... Not sure it's Maurice. Uh, had an M in it. <laughs> I mean, Gary Coleman had an M in it also. You know who I might be thinking of? What's that? Gary Coleman. Ah, uh, okay. be <laughs> thinking of. Gary Coleman's last credit was uh, Robot Chicken. Yeah. What a way to go out, though, on top. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Bridges is the other guy. Well, Todd Bridges wasn't a small fella. Isn't he? A, he's a small boy. We're thinking of, uh, man, we're so bad at this. We're so bad at knowing uh, '70s television shows, the decade uh, before we were born. So bad. <laughs> yeah, we should really be better about this. I don't know. It's Maurice. Mar- uh, the show is called Maurice and the Gang, and it aired on ABC. In oh, okay. Seventy-six, I think. Part of the original TGIF lineup, I believe. Nineteen seventy-six to nineteen. Uh, 82. Okay, so you just missed it then, because you were born... You were born in 1964, so you just missed it. Yeah, so... Whoops, that's my bad. Well, rest in power, Gary Coleman. And Maurice and the rest of the gang, who I'm assuming are dead, I don't know. Maurice and the gang. Gone, but not forgotten, except for we did sort of forget you. Yeah, sorry. So, that's a good one to start off the show with, Mike. Uh, what are you? What are you doing? What are you doing tonight? What's going on with you? Um, nothing, man. I'm at work. Uh, I'm the only guy at work. I'm doing some some work, doing some server stuff. Yeah, eating a little, meeting some beans here. I'm just having some night beans at the office. You're just having some night beans. What are you doing? Are you doing cowboy beans? Night beans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to eat these yummy beans. Remember Damn. that song? Um, I rem- yes, I remember, yeah, uh, Bob Seger, Called right? Night Beans, and it came out, uh, it was by a guy named Maurice in the 1970s. <laughs> so, uh, wh- how are you prepping those things? What are you doing? Uh, it's actually some bean soup that I made in my slow cooker. I got it, I brought it to work, and I'm just having it as a late night lunch. I think a good bit would be to call your wife a slow cooker. Yeah, I don't think that'd be out. Hey, that's a good way to get in trouble. You think maybe that uh, she would hit me with a frying pan if I said that? Yeah. Wives love wielding frying pans. That's their uh, main weapon that they have, and they love to use it. The secondary weapon, of course, holstered at all times like a pistol, is the... Um... The charge card. <laughs> oh, Lord. The charge card. <laughs> Which is not even what they don't even have that anymore. 
Ah, well, tell that to my bank account. Hmm? (laughs) Again, not how they work. Um, (laughs) uh, Welcome to Repairing Your Credit with Mike and Jesse. We're going to be talking about how to get your wife out of your wallet today. Yeah. Hey, uh, if my wife wanted to be in my wallet, she should be one of those little uh, gnats that flies out when I open it up. It's a moth. Well, I mean, it could be a gnat. I guess so. <laughs> Got a piece of banana in there that it was eating or some shit. What? What? A gnat is a fruit fly? I guess. Is it? So you know more about fruit flies <laughs> than you do black people from the 70s. Well, you're going to, I mean, you're, let's move on to the first segment that we have. Let's ignore that part we're and move on up. to the, uh, yeah. Hey, we got some updates for you. Okay. Let's get to the updates. And put the music in. You'll put that in later. And I'll um, put that in later. Yep. And, and uh, while I'm doing that, I'm probably going to have to crank up your volume a lot because I think you've got, you've got night beans in the mouth and you're, you're mushing. Yeah. I got all these beans over here. Um, Hey. Valerie Plame, we've been talking about this broad for a while. Beans, beans. <laughs> the uh, musical CIA agent who's uh, uh, putting together an Indiegogo to purchase uh, the company of Twitter, company known as, as Twitter.com. Mm. No, uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was Twigger. Was it, it was? It's not Twigger. No, it's was not. That, okay. Talk about get us in trouble. Um, that was. Hey, Okay, that was from a thing. <laughs> Check the archives. Hey, just an update on that one. Uh, and good news. This is, this is good news. Um, she has raised $85,857. On, ah. And the, I just want to remind you, this is on Indiegogo. So it's the website where uh, it doesn't matter if they don't meet their $1 billion goal. The, the goal is $1 billion. By the way, I just want to reiterate uh, that. So no matter what they raise, she gets to keep it. And she says it's going to – what does she say it's going to? Uh, Global Zero Project? Is that what it is? looks like a pack. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, going to Valerie's Coke Fund. <laughs> so. Well, am I getting show? Oh, the soda uh, pop is what you're talking about. Yeah, the pop. Yeah, big Coke head. Well, that's a that's a shame. Um, Jesus. There's always a slight chance that uh, she'll say, "Hey, uh, oh yeah, this is not a good idea," and just return all the money. Yeah, that's right. You know how people love to get hundreds of thousands of dollars and go, eh. "I feel bad about this." You keep it. Yeah, that's not going to happen because the world is cruel and unjust. She could get. Uh, she could get one hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and still be ten percent of the way to getting, yeah, forty like percent of the company. It's, <laughs> so so it's not like a real thing, right? I think we said that before. It's not like a. She's not really. This isn't a real plan. This is just to get money. Everybody hates Donald Trump, so why don't we? Uh, everybody wants to take his Twitter away. The thing that he loves so much. Why don't we play on that and get a bunch of money? And that's the plan, and it's working. I wish we had thought of it. Yeah, me too. Because um, I think we would have done it in a way that would be good and defensible. What was the What was the Kickstarter we were looking up? Um, I think it was. I think we talked about it a week ago or 
two weeks ago, the fucking the unicorns one. What was that? The card game thing. Upsetting unicorns. Unstable, Uni- unstable unicorns. A card there game. When we talked about it, um, when we talked about it, I think it was like uh, last episode, twenty first, I think. Okay. Uh, it was at two hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars, right? And today, which it's is at, a lot. It's today, ten days later, nine days later, whatever, it is uh, six hundred and forty four thousand uh, dollars. Six hundred forty four thousand four hundred and six dollars. So. Uh, six thousand four hundred and forty-four percent funded uh, with fifteen days to go. So, the money—if you're looking to make some money, okay, uh, make a fucking card game. Doesn't even have but, to be good, but make it the uh, the type of edgy that internet people like. Yeah, it's a gold mine. God damn. Well, what are you gonna do? Well, we've got more on edgy internet people uh, and the shit that they like to buy coming up in the six pack, I think, Mike. But uh, but don't we? We have another update as well. Oh yeah, the um, I think our first episode. You remember the first episode we did of this uh, godforsaken uh, <laughs> podcast that we were. Uh, I think Ted Leo was on number three. Was he? I don't know. I don't remember. He was on number three, uh, oh, but the okay. audio was fucked up on his part because I didn't know what I was doing. Still haven't cracked that egg, huh? Yeah. Audio well, egg. Well, it's hard, right? It is hard. People, you know, people go to school for this stuff. They go to here's, uh, here's what I like to school. do. I like to uh, do the podcast and then tell you to, uh, you know, do whatever you do. And then when it's bad, then I can be like, ah, Jesse, <laughs> what's going on? And then I'll yeah. never learn how to do it. So I can always say that you are fucking up. The one flaw in your plan is that you are wasting your time on a fucked up podcast. Like <laughs> other than like other than that, it's foolproof. Episode three of Ycast, we had uh Ted Leo on, the famous singer, songwriter. And man. no guests since then. Man about town. Well we had we had a couple of we had Sasquatch on. We have uh, that comedian you love so much. Um but Ted Leo's album that he kickstarted uh, dropped today. So if you didn't get it, go out and get it. If you mention uh, YKS, if you mention the podcast, the album is completely free. So that'd be pretty oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool incentive. Uh, so go ahead and just, uh, I don't know, put it in your credit card statement. I don't know how credit cards work. I think we've established. I think that's been established that you're not quite sure. Well, so you, so you just walk up to Tower Records. And you say, I need the latest release by yeah. Mr. T. Leo. And yeah. they go in the back. They get the big book out. Yeah, all right. Uh, then they they try to scan the folder, but it's too reflective, so they have to type it in by hand. Ah, there's something, something spilled on this. Do you remember buying fucking CDs in the mall and shit? Oh, man. Like, yeah, you go in there, hey, do you have uh, the new uh, Limp, Limp Biscuit? Or... The new squirrel nut zippers. Do you have that? Do you have that new album? Uh, and the answer like, to your question is yes and no, respectively. They would say, do, no, we don't. And then you'd be like, ah, oh, shit. And then you'd go home. Or uh, more frequently, they would say, yeah, we got it. It's right over there. And then I would go look at it, and it would be, you know, like $39.97. I'd go, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 
Well, I'd rather buy a car. You know, that's how much cars <laughs> were back then. It's a different time. It's a different time. I can remember buying a buying a the Tenacious D CD. Yeah. At a Borders, but I was too young to buy it, so I got somebody else to buy it for me. <laughs> so I guess I didn't really buy it, but I think the first CD I ever bought was Weird Al Yankovic Bad Hair Day. I bought it on a family trip, and I had a little CD player, and that's the only CD I had. And then the second CD, the second CD I got, I won from a radio contest, and it was uh, <laughs> it was Boys to Men. That's the Ooh. one that. Because you go in, you go into the radio station, and they're like, all right, you want a CD? And it's like, pick out of these fucking five CDs. And it's oh like God. Ace of Bass and Boys to Men. Did you have the jewel case with it? Yeah, I did. It was cool. Remember when you would not only buy CDs, but you would buy jewel cases, too? Get a little book to look through while you're, while you're listening to it. Like, oh, man, uh, I went through that time period where all my CDs... We're in the car, so I got rid of my jewel cases. But yeah. now I'm taking them back out of the car so I can listen to them in the crisp high fidelity of my my home audio system, which is like a boombox, you know? Now it's all on the cloud. Hey, now we're on the cloud, dude. <laughs> all my CDs are up there. I, I have to upload all my jewel cases to the cloud. I haven't gotten there yet. All my liner notes. That's an app, dude. That's an app. A little, oh, uh, shit. yeah. A little app that you can click on it and it spins uh, the jewel case. It doesn't actually play audio because we can't license it. No. Um, and we can't actually license the artwork, so it'd be. So you'd have to make it, but it would spin around, in like a three D hyperspace type thing. Kind of a cool <laughs> idea, right? I think it would be cool if you could, uh, if you could develop an app where you open it up and then you could see like a. The guy from Sublime who killed himself, like you can see all his tattoos. Yeah, that's what that, the end of his body. Yeah, that's what all the liner notes were, right? It was like, uh, here's here's our lead singer's tattoos, um, and here's the lyrics. But uh, I mean, you're not reading these. Yeah, you're putting your condoms in here. I don't know. <laughs> Is that where you kept kept no. uh, one condom? No, I've yeah. never. I don't. I don't use condoms. I've never used condoms, so I don't know. Start. Hey, JF, let's do the six pack, huh? How about it? Um. So, Mike, the six pack. Uh, if you're if you're just joining us as either a co-host or as a listener, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to discriminate against you if you're a co-host and you're not sure what the six pack is just yet. Six yeah. pack. Uh, I think this has been around since the very beginning, maybe since the Ted Leo days, even. Yeah. Um, where we uh, we go through Kickstarter dot com, we we separate the wheat from the chaff. Um, and I'm not sure if this is wheat or chaff, but either way, uh, we bring it right to you, and we do six of them, and that's basically where the name comes from. So. Yeah. And they're all they're all packed up, so you don't have to. And they're packed as well. Yeah, that's you can see kind of where the. Uh, so if you can follow that, uh, maybe you can uh, listen with your ears uh, to the segment. So what? Uh, what do you? Let's let's. You want to flip for it? Okay, ding. Oh, it looks um, like you're up. You got the. Oh, heads. oh shoot! So that was that was good. I was going to say tails never fails, but there's not a good one for heads. 
heads. Uh, yeah, there's, Head, no, there's no good one. Heads over kids. Mm. Thank you. We're st- okay, we're still working. <laughs> All right. Okay, we will work on that and get back to you. <laughs> uh, so the first one I've got here, Mike, is the pi- the pi- the pi-, pi solo. Yeah, and that's just a. I'm hazarding a guess on the pronunciation of this bad boy. But it's called the pi solo. Um, a planet in your pocket. It says here, share your cre- creative selfie and take the world by storm. So I'm going to cut right to the chase on this some bitch. Real quick, just... real quick, Jay. The pie solo sounds like something. Uh, sounds like uh, what you get up to on a Saturday night. Eating pie uh, solo. Right, eating so. a pie solo. Yeah, just eating the. <clears throat> All right. So tell me about the pie solo. Tell me what it is. Tell me how it works. Well, I was just about to cut to the chase, but I think. It's too late for me to cut to the chase, so I'll just do it regular style. <laughs> it's a it's a selfie camera. Yeah. Okay. What's so you know how so you have one of those? On, well, okay. So I would just say the number one thing is that you have one on your phone already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Everyone has one on their phone. I think everyone. Yeah. Everyone has one on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's my main problem with it. But also, it's two hundred fifty bucks. Um. Seems like a lot because you can get one of those aforementioned phones for that amount and they'll like <laughs> make phone calls. Yeah. Um, but this is just a little like, you know, it looks like somebody popped off the front of like a security camera, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just a little circular thing. Uh, looks, I mean, frankly, it looks kind of like a pie. I mean, <laughs> uh, so I don't know if that's a coincidence. Not sure. Um, but the idea is it's it's just made for selfies, dude. It's made for selfs to take them. I'm sh- I'm shortening it to selfs now. It is pie shaped. <laughs> like I just like I just it just hit me. Yeah, so it's a it's a camera that's like a fisheye lens on it. I'm looking at some of the pictures here. It's basically a fisheye lens. Yes. Yeah. Okay. This fucking sucks. I mean, two hundred and fifty bucks for this piece of shit, and it looks like shit. <laughs> And you're supposed to wear it on a like a necklace. Like, who's doing that? Who could? Why would you do this? Yeah, this would be the coolest thing in the world. In like 2003, it would yeah. be sick. Yeah. Look at this sick dude. Oh, look at these. Uh, look at this selfie. I can take, and people would be like, uh, "What's a selfie?" And they'd also be like, hey, "Remember two years ago when the towers came down?" But, <laughs> um. But now we're over it. We're over the towers. We don't care anymore. Um, but who I do you do you find yourself trying to take a selfie with your phone and being like, ah, I can't get everything in here? No, I'm uh, I'm disgusting, uh, just from every angle. That's why <sighs> I try not to not to take photos of myself. But that's I mean, people are still buying selfie sticks, right? So I can't be like. Uh, so obviously somebody's interested in this this shit, no matter how. Bad or stupid it may seem. Now, what if that selfie stick was two hundred and fifty buckaronos? All right, that's, a, that's true. You got me. You got me there. Up to one hundred and seventy, or up to one hundred and eighty-seven degrees uh, tilt. That's more than one dollar per degree. Yeah, that's too much. But look here, it's feather. It's sixty-six grams. You're not gonna find that with. Uh, bulky phones you're talking well, about. Well, look, I'm gonna. I will say that I could easily pick up sixty grams, but that's not the point. The point is, you can also attach this to your phone. 
Yeah. So now you figure that one out for me. Okay. <laughs> so it's a camera that you can attach to your phone. Yeah. I don't know. Am I am I am I fucking losing my mind? I don't know. Am I it's going kind insane? Of a, here's the problem. It's kind of a niche product, right? Um, it, it takes like those spherical fucking little planet photos. It does like 360 degree, like uh, I guess panoramic photos. It does like uh, just reading the copy. You know how fa- <laughs> no, I'm not. You know, you know on Facebook, you can, uh, you ever go on Facebook and someone has taken a photo or video and you can zoom around and go 360 degrees. You know how fun that is for approximately no. uh, five seconds. You've done that. Yeah. I would never do that. It's not. I don't think it's interesting, but maybe somebody likes it. I don't know. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> also, what's weird is I'm looking at this video. Uh, scroll down if you if you want to. If you're still if you still got the page up here, mm-hmm. scroll down to where it says "Wait, there's more." Versatile, feathery, light, and, and wearable. Am I crazy, or does the temperature gauge on that car say 200 degrees Celsius? Yeah, it does. Is that correct? Um, it's a hot day. I don't know. But this is the air conditioning inside the car. Yeah. What is 200 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? It's I don't like, know. Maybe their sh- maybe their shit's broken. What do you want? It's like like half, right? Half. It's like ish. It's like close to half. It is uh <clears throat> continually astounding. Uh, this <laughs> podcast, how much we run into things that we have no idea uh, what they are. Uh, conversion rates, um, just simple name. I think I said uh, uh, Yellowstone Natural Park one time. I said, "Oh yeah, we got raked over the coals for that one." Uh, just okay, this, so just, just I, continually astounding how much how stupid we are. I've just confirmed that it is about half. So two hundred degrees <laughs> Celsius. Is uh, is almost four hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, hot car. <laughs> hey, you better not leave your baby in this thing. Roll your fucking windows down. All right. So the bad selfie camera. Did it get funded? What's the status of it? How many? You guys need to. If you're uh, if you're out there listening to this, and you're not looking at this uh, this thing, it, it's like halfway down the page. Scroll down there, and uh, and tell me that it doesn't say two hundred <laughs> degrees Celsius. On this fucking car, you're real worried about these fucking actors in this uh, fake car for this commercial. Well, I'm just I'm concerned because it seems to be a real car, and I just yeah. don't. I mean, based on the uh, the little guy who's sitting there, you know, the little human that looks like he's in the air conditioning diagram. I think this is a Volvo car, and I'm I'm worried that these people's car is like super fucked up. So, if you want to buy a camera from the people who are blowing 400-degree air out of their uh, <laughs> Volvo, then I, this is the one for they're you. Just, they're just melting like the Raiders of the Lost Ark guy <laughs> or uh, Sarah Connor on the fence. They're just fucking burning. But at least uh, they get a good pick. Hey, well, they've got 170 degrees of... Well, now hang on. That's confusing. There's two different kinds of degrees. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> this is something you guys can research on your own time. It is... $13,843 pledged of a $20,000 goal with 19 days to go. Seems reasonable that this one is going to get funded. We're going to have yeah. people carrying around cameras again. That's cool. Yeah. 
What a bunch of crap. All right. Well, what do you what do you what do you got for me? Um, and just FYI, I'll take one of those cameras uh, if you guys are listening to this. I I love the product so much. I'll take one. Okay, so now you like it. <laughs> I'm just gonna use this to try and get free products. I'm gonna go like the opposite of you and try to score as much as I can. Let we me. We haven't t- gotten anything. I know. <laughs> like people people will ask that. Like, uh, hello, have you, has anyone gotten mad at you? Uh, no, no one cares. Yeah. And, uh, have, has anybody sent you any of their products trying to get you to talk about their, no, no one has done that. Also, no. Well, hey, it could happen, right? So go <laughs> ahead and send me that camera. Yeah, <laughs> the one I got for you is a fucking, uh, it's just a real doozy. Mm-hmm. Um, multiple people submitted this one because they know... It's so good. They want to see it featured on this this podcast. Um, it's called Barry and Joe, the animated series. Barry and Joe. <sighs> yeah, yeah, it is called. Yep, it is. So, uh, if you're not, if you haven't guessed already, uh, Barry, Barack Obama, Joe, Joe Biden. Um, unless you've been living under a dang rock, you know that it's our former president and freaking vice president. Did hey, you know and if you're idea? living under a rock, let me get let me get under there with you because I I don't even want to live in this freaking world anymore. It looks like idiocracy out here to me. <laughs> get in that rock. Idiocracy is a freaking documentary. Yeah, it actually yeah of like the real world. You're right. saying yeah, that's what I'm. That's I just came up with that. Barry and Joe, the animated series. It's a animated show starring a young Barack Obama and a young Joe Biden. Let me read you some of the copy here. Barack Obama and Joe Biden are sent back in time by Neil deGrasse Tyson. There's your favorite part right there. There's the money shot. Uh, Bromancing the multiverse to save us from ourselves. Bromancing the multiverse. You know that uh, trope that everybody uh, trotted out, you know, multiple fucking times until everybody was sick of it and of the... Uh, Uncle Joe character and stuff. The only person who did that well was The Onion. Um, yeah. Like Joe's a, Joe Biden's a wacky fucking guy. And uh, he has all these like adventures and Barack Obama is just stern and nah, I'm Joe. I'm not going to do my impression of him, but you know what it would sound like. I thought that like. was pretty good. That's one of your better impressions, I'll say. Thank you. <laughs> Just two words. Ah, uh, Joe. Ah, uh, Joe. But, um, yeah, you know, the thing everybody was doing that was uh, tired immediately after they did it, but they still kept doing just tweets and tweets and tweets about situations that Joe Biden would get himself into. But somebody has created an entire show, uh, or a pilot, rather, about uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden traveling through time, because I guess, sure, why not? Um, <clears throat> let me see, let me just read you the setup here for the the series. Yeah, please do. I'm I I'm on tenter hooks over here. Um, moments after the inauguration of the 45th president Barack Obama and his best friend Joe Biden were were escorted to a secret lab run by a team of the world's greatest scientists and occasionally Elon Musk. I don't know why because. He's a Weird shot of Elon Musk. <laughs> Obama and Biden were asked to take 
take off all their clothes and hold very still in a fetal position. Uh Uh-oh. Until they felt a painful tingling sensation. They got something put in their assholes is what they're saying here. Yeah, but wouldn't that be pleasurable instead of painful? Um, I wouldn't know, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Real defensive about... uh... (laughs) About your own hole? Hey, dude, I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) (laughs) You the one probably uh, likes that shit, not me. Um, (laughs) So it continues. They would awake to find themselves inside of their younger selves. What? So they... Okay, so they're fucking their younger selves? Come they on. They Get awake. your mind out of the freaking gutter, Mike. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. No. They would awake to find themselves inside their younger selves, driven to find each other and together change history for the better. Their, their only guide on this journey is Neil deGrasse Tyson, a brilliant scientist. Suck his dick uh, any harder. It'll fucking come off his body. A brilliant scientist... <laughs> From the present, who appears in the form of an augmented reality that only mm. they can see and hear. So it's like a quantum leap. Uh, Al, you watch that show? Yeah, with Ziggy. Came on after uh, Maurice and the gang. <laughs> Probably before your time. And so they find themselves leaping throughout their own lifetime. Um, okay, that seems like just an just a ripoff. Yeah. They, they find themselves quantum, quantumly leaping throughout their own life, <laughs> looking for the best in people, striving to right injustice wherever they can find it, forever hoping that next jump will take them to a future that's not scary and fucked up. Um, okay. Okay. Um, so lots of pr- lots of problems with this. We There's no way we can possibly give this the treatment it deserves uh, because yeah. we'll be here all night long. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have enough beans, so... <laughs> Let's just let's let's hit the high notes. Might have to make uh, a bean run, bud. <laughs> um, let me read you some more here, real quick. Hey, bro, are you going on a bean run? Because if you <laughs> I could use a couple of beans, you're if you're if you're like me, you're more than a bit concerned lately about the fate of our country. So it's another one of these things where it's like uh, everything's going to shit. Uh, let's capitalize on it. That's some fucking yeah. shit. And while we need heroes to step in and stand up for what's right, I can't help but intensely miss Barack Obama and Joe Biden. It's an adult animated sci-fi sitcom, a parody of Quantum Leap and countless other 80s TV classics like Maurice and the Gang. Oh, it says that in here. That's cool. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Well, thought I had it I wrong. thought it had a little Maurice and the Gang type flavor <laughs> in, in there. So they're raising money to uh, shoot a pilot or create a pilot. Um, really dumb shit. Um, I don't like it at all. Sick of that whole fucking thing. Hey, one of the rewards is you get a friendship bracelet, some coloring books. Because of, Jeez, yeah, of course, fuck. right? Um, so it's just an all-around uh, piece of shit. Well, there's a lot of problems with this. Um, number one, this guy is going to raise a hundred grand. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's definitely going to be like eight hundred percent. And he's all he's got is like some concept art. Yeah. So. This guy has to, uh, you know, like hire an animation studio. He has to uh, actually write it, you know. Um, and then even if he does all that, he'll have a pilot. Yeah. Which is, um, it's it's about as, it's worth about as much as the paper it's printed on, I think. Probably not less, uh, but not much more either. So, um, one of the one of the questions here says, 
hey, isn't this just a meme-flavored cash-in, a way to market and appropriate public figures who deserve our respect, and not some political cartoon that puts words in their mouths? Uh, yeah, right, dipshit. <laughs> isn't this just leftist... Okay, it's, this is actually... Isn't this just leftist fan fiction meant to give solace to those who need some hope and healing? And he says yes. He answered yes to that. So he acknowledges that it's fucking stupid, I guess, right? But yeah, also he asked the question, so... Yeah, yeah. He wrote the question, so... And the next question is, is this uh, fucking stupid? Yes. I'll answer that. <laughs> Yeah, this is the this is the Reddit thing I alluded to earlier, where um, it's just uh, an amalgamation, um, a gelatinized version of some bullshit you would see in a Reddit comment section. Um, I'm surprised like a bald eagle is not one of the fucking sidekicks or whatever. I'm surprised one of the uh, leftist Twitter people has not like said, "Oh fuck, this is fucking." Right at my fucking alley, I gotta do this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, maybe they'll fucking... Maybe they'll do that. You wanna... It's already gotten media coverage. Yeah, it's like all over the place. You wanna... So, the... <laughs> I wanted to read uh, one more thing at the end of here. Um, he gives a little taste of this series. So you get a kind of an idea of... This is the kind of crazy stuff you can expect in the in the Joe Biden Barack Obama film or the TV show. Some of the antics, maybe. Yeah, it says. Um, <clears throat> so let me set the stage here. In this scene, Barack Obama and Joe Biden are in the bodies of their younger selves in 1985, all the way back in 1985. They walk and talk on the sidewalk in New York City. Uh, at this point in the timeline, they have also just learned that Obama no longer becomes president in the future. Something happened. Um, Joe's devastated. Uh, they walk and talk. <clears throat> let's see, let's have you be Joe, and I'll be I'll be Barry. I'll do my famous Barack Obama impression. Okay, I'm on board. I can do this. I'm going to put myself in the shoes of Joe <clears throat> Biden. Okay. And uh, okay, um, I'll read you in. Mm-hmm. It's not healthy to hold it all in. Oh, what in? Maybe just what? dial it back two notches. Okay. Sorry. I get a little unbridled... <clears throat> I get a little into it, so Yeah, no, that's fine. That's okay. Uh and let's just let's just start over. Uh, I'll read you in again. Here we go. Okay. It's not healthy to hold it all in. Hold what in Okay, perfect. Uh the unbridled rage you are entitled to by having your entire legacy, everything you've worked for over the last three decades of your life taken away. The crushing disappointment you must feel and having every achievement you unlocked, relocked. Every barrier and ceiling you broke through, repaired, and reinforced. Of having your historic footsteps in the sands of time permanently erased. Millions, billions of souls screaming out all at once and falling on deaf ears. If not for yourself, then for humanity. You must feel something. Barry delights in discovering a pack of cigarettes in his pocket. Hey, a pack of cigarettes! He lights one and begins to take a deep drag. Joe throws the cigarette to the ground and smashes it with his foot. Barack Hussein Obama, as your best friend and vice president in a parallel universe, will converge with hopefully soon. 
I hereby command you to be full of righteous fury or extreme moping or anything other than cool this instant. And that's an order. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I kind of I kind of ad lib some of those parts. What did you That's okay. Um, yeah, sort think? of a, um I thought uh you did great. Yeah. Kind of spot on. I don't think so. Yeah. For sure. Um, looks like they've already sold two of the producer credits and speaking roles on here for ten thousand dollars a piece. Mm. Mm, okay. I was kind of I was kind of hoping to use this um, to nab one of those speaking, but it's it's fine. I can do I can do other impressions, I guess, if they want to uh, if they have any other spots open. Well, you they have eight left, so as long as you have ten grand. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's a, what, that's a coincidence. I just got a credit card that has 10 grand on it. That is a strange coincidence. Yeah. Um, well, so here's the problem that I have with this. It fucking sucks ass, and it makes me want to kill myself. Yeah, man, and they probably don't have the right guys for the job anyway, so they probably should just keep looking, right? Yeah, they should. What do you mean? You You think they should make it, but with other people? Yeah, maybe whoever they have in mind for doing that voice actors, maybe find somebody else. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you're auditioning still. Um, so here's, just, here's here's just something I want to point out real quick. Yeah. Um, it's uh, there's there's a lot of stuff that I don't like about this. It's it's derivative. It's um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Nerd porn, right? Or, well, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, maybe I wouldn't have put it. Um, uh, quite, I would say goof quite as well. Porn. Corny porn. Something like it really that. is, yeah. And if you look at the animation on here, it's like it's very like a team kind of shit. Um, I mean, he 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 drew Donald Trump's tiny hands. Yeah, I was gonna say one of the gags that he does is to like in um, fuck, what is the name of that cartoon? Um, Inspector Gadget, where they never show uh, Doctor Claw's face; they just show the hand smashing oh, on the desk. Jesus, yeah, that's what they're going to. It's for the tiny hands. Joke, remember that from uh, feels like three years ago, but it was really probably a couple months ago. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hey, some of the comments on this. Uh, this guy says yes, and just a ton of s's, right? Mm-hmm. I love it. This guy says, "Hey, I posted this to Reddit. Expected to blow up." Cool. Thanks for posting it to Reddit, <laughs> uh, which is where I got the idea in the first place. <laughs> yeah. This is like the problem. This is the problem as I see it in um, in contemporary leftist politics. Um, and I'm going to get on my politics soapbox just a little bit. I don't know a lot about this stuff, and I'm not a smart man. But what I see is our problem here, besides um, ineffectual leadership, um, marred by fragmentation and uh, petty squabbles and uh, there being a cop in charge um, and uh, a shadow party of Democrats that's uh, basically every bit as conservative for all intents and purposes as the oppositional party um, is the only thing that people with the loudest voices know how to do is create these cults of personality around people. So... Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, oh man, he's so smart and cool. So now he's like our totem. 
you know, and uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, these guys are so cool. Just their characters are cool to us. Yeah. You know? Um, that's sick. It's <laughs> gross. It's disgusting. It's part of what turned like, off people to Hillary Clinton. The, like, celebrity, turning them into celebrities versus, like, uh, public. Yeah. Or like, where does it say, is, does it, I mean, maybe it's not the place for it. Fine. But is there anything on here about anything that they did? Uh, yeah, one, here. Okay, so uh, one guy in the comments says, uh, "Hopefully, uh, well, this guy says Joe needs to drive a Trans Am at mm. once." And he links to an article where Joe Biden washes his Trans Am. It's an Onion article, so kind of the the thing that they ripped off. He's putting it back in the comments um, as a suggestion. Yeah, don't forget to do this thing you already ripped off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, oh, Barack Obama killed lots and lots of people. Um, and, uh, and he actively torpedoed his own, uh, healthcare bill by not opting for single payer, which is something that is only now becoming fashionable to do after he fucked it up. Um, he, uh, he was definitely part of the financial culture that delighted in destroying the economy. Uh, there's a lot of problems with his presidency and him as a person because he was in power and everybody in power is a piece of shit. So, uh, I don't, I don't get the hard on that people have for him in particular or politicians in general, other than, you know, our, our whole existence is trying to make sense out of why we're here and how to how to make that more tolerable, and the only way we can think of to do it is to trust the people that are in charge. But uh, as it turns out, that's the biggest mistake we could ever make. So, but it's good to see that we just keep doing that over and over and over again, and we're perpetuating it uh, for generations to come. Oh, and here's I'm sorry, I'm just noticing Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, <laughs> at a they're in a bar and they're like drinking, they're doing shots, and oh, they're having a they're thumb wrestling. Hey, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is thumb wrestling. Hey, but yeah, but all the yeah, sure, all that stuff's bad and blah blah, and everything that you said and it sounded smart. And they drive the DeLorean though, so that's cool. Not cool. Okay, well, I'm putting my credit card down so I can be a producer of the show. One hundred one thousand dollars and seven seven hundred one hundred one thousand seven hundred seven dollars pledged of the one hundred thousand. So it's already fucking made it. Hundred thousand dollar goal. 19 hours to go. Already funded. Great job. Congrats. Congrats. Hey, stretch goal. Day. Stretch goal. I will hand the pilot to a disinterested executive at a cocktail party I'm working at <laughs> as a server. So that was just a stretch goal. So cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's exciting. Good for him. I'm happy he's living the Hollywood dream of uh, having his dream crushed. And I look forward to it being crushed as soon as possible. <laughs> all right, all right. Hit hit us with hit us with one more, and that's all that we got time for. Okay. Well, actually, we need to go ahead and do four more total. Okay. All right. Just this one time. Go ahead and let's knock out four more. Okay. If this is a one time only offer. We will be completing the six pack on this show. Yeah. Uh, the next one I've got here, Mike. I'm gonna go easy on him compared to the. 
the Obama fanfic uh, that we just had. Because, I mean, honestly, nothing is as bad as that to me. Yeah. Uh, but this one is called With Co- With Co Cocktails, With Company Cocktails, Fresh Ingredient Drink Mixers. What this one is, uh, it's, so it's based right here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it is a, you know, a, it's a, it's a, it's a product that has all the mixer, you know, non-liquor uh, <clears throat> that goes in a cocktail, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to make a, so if you want to make a Jack and Coke, you all you have to do is add the Jack, and then you've. Uh, this is a bo- okay. So that's a bad example. <laughs> it's not a Jack and Coke. Uh, if you want to do a. Um, uh, okay, so here's one. Uh, another classic cocktail that I know everyone loves to drink is um, is like putting some whiskey in a glass and then putting a little bit of water on it. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so this one wouldn't help you. Um, <clears throat> it wouldn't help you there either. But if you wanted to drink a bouquet or a jackass, you can um, you can do it because that's two of the flavors that they have is the the bouquet. And the jackass. So um, it's a good thing that people are not really picky at all about what they drink. Yeah. Um, and that you, they can just drink whatever you put in front of them. So, so am, I, cool. am I seeing this product correctly that it's a, uh, it's a bottle? Um, it's like the bottom screw off and it has like the other parts in it? Or... Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like the the label part of it, you're asking if it's like some herbs or something. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I think it's it's uh, all the stuff you see there where they've like chopped it up or whatever. Um, oh, it's, it's just, just for like a illustrative purposes. Mix, right? so, it's just cocktail mix. Yeah, it's just sugar water. Uh, each Withco bottle is a fully done cocktail mix. You simply add booze. You can make every one of our drinks in thirty seconds. So the juice is squeezed already. The herbs are muddled. I love, yeah, that. I love that. Which... Herbs muddled. <laughs> Here are some of the problems I have with this. Uh, number one, I don't like the marketing of it uh, because it says all you need is two bottles, just the with company bottle and then the bottle of booze, which is not true. <laughs> you got, you you got also... them on a technicality. So, I mean, yeah, you would also need all the other stuff that they're showing that you, you know, it's like those commercials where it's like uh like Suzanne Summers used the the thigh blaster to to get some badass gams, but what you don't see is also she wasn't like you know just like eating ice cream all the time or whatever. So it's just uh, I don't like the marketing of it where it says this is all you need and then it shows you the finished product with like ten other things. Yeah, uh, that makes you think that you can unscrew the bottom and there'll be like fresh cut limes in there, which is apparently what you thought. Um, which uh, I mean, yeah, that's stupid, and you were stupid to think that, but. <laughs> They definitely suggest that that's the idea, right? That it's just like it's one one stop shop, but that's just not the way it is. Yeah, um, yeah. and again, these cocktails are not like I'm saying. It's, there's no, it's the jackass. the The jackass has water, lime juice, uh, sugar, ginger, and bitters. Okay, so this that's fucking so it's fucking soda water. It's it's lime. It's just Mountain Dew. Whatever the fuck. Why do you need this? It's twenty bucks. Yeah. Twenty bucks for this, Mike. Twenty bucks, and you can't unscrew it. Is that right? Yeah. Well, okay, you can unscrew the top and okay. come out, but the bottom, okay. Well, okay. You ever been into cocktails? You ever make your own cocktails? You ever done your own uh, 
I don't think I've ever uh, consumed anything that you would call a cocktail. Um, yeah, I've drank a lot of booze in my day, but yeah. but cocktails where I'm like like rubbing a thing on a thing or like lighting a flame and there's like a cube. No, I don't know. I don't do that. Yeah. Do you fuck around with that? <clears throat> so uh, just moving on. Let's go to. Uh... Okay, no, you do. Okay, if you want to, you want to no. talk about it, go ahead. I've made some, co- I've had some cocktails before. I've had them, uh, had them before. They're not bad. I don't think, I don't think this is necessarily something that people are clamoring for. I see your point there. Uh, easy cocktail mix. Besides, drink mixes already exist. Uh, I don't know. They already exist. They already exist in a version that we're familiar with, right? Yeah. You can go to the store and buy the mojito mix. Or you can buy the jackass mix. Like, what What kind of decision are you trying to make for yourself? And, of course, this is this comes as a subscription as well, so you can get one a month. Okay. So I was, I was a Ginya, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. I was a Ginya until yeah, you laid this subscription model on me. Because yeah. very anti-subscription. Um, I don't like them. I think uh, they're ridiculous. The subscription model is a boon to uh, people who fucking, uh, I don't know, creators. Who need people, to come up with scams. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's crazy how uh, profitable they are. Um, it's crazy to me. Yeah, ignore for the moment that our podcast subsists on a subscription uh, basis. <laughs> um, okay, let's read some of the copy, JF, uh, and just ignore that part. We spend tons of money on ingredients or tools we end up throwing away. Um, I think that I got okay, so I got a small problem with it. If you spend tons of money on ingredients or tools that you end up throwing away, probably shouldn't be making cocktails. Yeah, you're fucking up if you like use a spoon to stir your thing and then toss it in the garbage. If you're so, what I'm saying is like if you're making cocktails all the time, you're not throwing <laughs> them away. You're refilling your ingredients and whatnot, restocking right. your bar. You're not throwing the stuff away. I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Even if the concept of a cocktail mix makes a certain amount of sense, which not for me, but okay, fine. The way that they're pushing it makes no sense. You know, you, you already got the spoon, you know, what, what are you upset about the 50 cent, um, measuring the, the jigger that you have to use to, to pour the, I mean, Jesus Christ. We spend lots of times researching, shopping, and prepping. It's not really that uh, much research. So you go to the fucking store and look it up on the Google while you're in the goddamn aisle, and oh, I need this shit. And you go home. Also, you still have to use the tools for this too. It's not like there's tools in the bottom of the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So you still have to stir it, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. How much is the I- subscription? Maybe you can. It's not less. It's it's actually um it's actually slightly more. Yeah. So it's twenty bucks for sixteen ounces of this, and this is what I figure is it looks like the recipes call for a one to one um liquor to uh, uh mix ratio. Mm-hmm. So if you figure one part to one part, okay, and these are they're making pretty small cocktails here as you can see in the in the little tiny cups they got. Um so you figure what, like, uh, like at most three ounces to three ounces. I mean, three ounces of liquor is like not nothing. You know, that's two pretty tall shots, I think. Yeah. Um, 
So if you figure three ounces per cocktail, okay, then you've got 16 ounces of the mix. Um, and you've so 16 divided by three, it doesn't go in there evenly, but it's like five. Mm-hmm. Um, so five, and there's a little bit of waste, okay? And you've paid 20 bucks for it. Yeah. So you've got $4 worth of mix that's going in there, which is, again, basically fruit juice and sugar. And the problem is, is unlike the lemon juice or the seltzer water or the, um, what, what, what else do people put in their drinks? Yeah, I get sodas. So I guess you're, you're not going to use all of it and you have to order more. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, what I'm saying is, is like the only thing this thing is good for is that. Yeah. It's drinking this one specific drink. So it costs more and it does less. Whereas if you want to make these drinks on your own, it's like, oh man, I got to go to the store and get lime juice or whatever. But then it's like, oh yeah, now I just have lime juice for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I invested in lime juice when I was in college and it's still paying dividends, baby. That just pisses me off. And plus these, these fuckers are in Nashville and I, I've never seen them. So that's what makes me mad. You don't leave your house, but that's, it's fine. But look at it. it's got it's got all if you've not seen the video it's got all the classic people that we all love it's got the uh, the blonde girl with the pixie cut and the <laughs> nose ring it's got the uh, the guy with the drastic undercut uh, hairdo and the big glasses yeah can't get that haircut anymore huh can't get that and one you got the guy with the hat and then you got the girl who would be cute but she wears really bad clothes like they're all drapey and stuff. Can I get the knots? Uh, well, uh, can I get the? You know what I'm. Let me pull up a picture, and you pull up a picture of uh, just a Nazi youth. Are we? Are we? Are, are these guys? Are all the the hipster guys with that haircut just waiting for the alt right thing to go away? Or are they waiting for their hair to grow I think out? They're gonna ride it out. Yeah, that's fucked up. It'd be like if uh, it'd be like if the neo Nazis were like. Uh, or they're like, oh yeah, well, uh, to our protest, make sure you ride your your fixed gear bike, <laughs> and just like took it right out from under hipster guys. Well, if you're a Nazi and you're pissed off when the all right guys started wearing your haircut, or wait, when the hipster guys started wearing your, haircut, like that's our fucking thing. We're we're Nazis. Oh, that's they, our yeah. Nazi haircut. Yeah, and you guys think you can just? I'd be pissed off. You can just make it not. So you're putting yourself in the position of the Nazis in this yeah, case. Yeah, I did. I'm going to side with the Nazis. Just this one time. Every other time, I think they've been wrong. But Well, hey, uh, when it comes to hipsters, maybe you, maybe it's better to be on the Nazis because I'm, I'm pro-life except for when it comes to hipsters. And then I think you should, you should, uh, you should get to abort um, <laughs> uh, hipsters if you're going to. So yeah, flawless. Did it get funded? What's the funding on this bad boy? Yeah, twelve point eight k of thirty two k with twenty two days ground to, go. to cover, huh? Yeah, thirty two thousand seems like a lot to <clears throat> make um, some juice. Twenty two days. Well, we've seen crazier things happen. I don't know. 
Ah, just I just need this lavender and rose water so fucking bad, dude. The fuck of it is, JF, that it's going to sell, right? It's a product that people will buy because... Sure. I don't know, man. You got fucking mattress subscription. <laughs> You're not, are you not signed up? I'm not on. I'm not. I'm not on. You're bed. supposed to replace your mattress every eight years, <laughs> but but I got the upgrade, so I'm. They're replacing mine every four, so they just roll it into the next one. It's a good way to stay in debt constantly. I'm gonna go. Look, I'm gonna take us back in time. Okay. Well, where's Neil deGrasse Tyson? I'm right here. I don't. I can't do his voice. That's the one. one that's the one voice I can't do. I'm going to go back to a time, a simpler time, 2016. You, uh, you picture what life was like back in 2016. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's see. 2016. Uh, both the towers are still standing. Uh, Conan O'Brien is the host of the tonight show. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey JF, pass me my, uh, uh, wide leg jeans. You got it, buddy. Coming right up. Extra wide this time? <laughs> Give me the XL XL jeans. Uh, oh, you got it. Uh, I'm going to take you back and, and talk about something called uh, the right cup. Someone posted on uh, subreddit um, saying that they got their cup that they ordered from this fucking uh, – it was launched on Indiegogo. Uh, it's a cup. It has a rim around the top that has uh, flavors built into it. Ooh. Uh, it's called the right cup. Trick your brain. Drink more water. Well, my brain is extremely easy to trick, so I, I do not foresee this being yeah. an issue. You have no object permanence. You know, you, I cover your eyes and you're like, ah, where'd you go? Where'd you yeah, go? Yeah, and I'm not sure who I'm talking to right now. Uh, yeah. You're not in front of me, so I'm actually pretty. Con- I'm pretty confused and perturbed. I gotta Spared. be. <laughs> yeah. The right cup. Trick your brain. Drink more water. We've talked about apps and things like that uh, to remind you to drink more water. Everybody's trying to drink more water. You gotta get more water in your body. I don't think so, pal. All right, I'm seventy percent water already. What do you want me to be? A hundred percent water. Do you, you think that's what maybe they're asking? Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. I'm not sure. Um, so this is a cup with uh, some scents and flavors and things of that nature built into the, the top rim of it. Different flavors like orange, peach, apple, things of that nature. Okay, so it's, so it's, uh, it's artificial chemicals injected into a plastic mold. Yeah. And what it's supposed to do, right? Wholesome. What it's supposed to do is trick your brain into thinking that you're drinking juice when you're actually drinking water, which is mm-hmm. uh, rock solid science, I guess. Um, sure, makes sense. Um, it's so you, you're not drinking as much soda. You're not drinking the sugary fucking juice. Um, you need to up your water intake, like we're all trying to do. But it's a cup. It's a cup. Um, God damn it. I wish I was dead. So the, the, the copy here says the flavors used in the cups are FDA-approved chemicals. They're approved by the Food and Drug Administration. Um, oh, by the way, the guy who created this is 
named himself uh, Doctor Scent. S E N T. Oh, but you know it's okay. it's good. Um, That's a rough one. The flavors used in the cups are FDA approved chemicals, uh, the same as you'd find in any artificially flavored drink. But those chemicals are suspended between the molecules of the right cups polymers, and their leach rate, or how much of those chemicals make it into the water, is virtually zero. So this guy says there's chemicals inside of the plastic, but the plastic doesn't come out into the water. Okay. So uh, somebody took a look at this. I think it was uh, 2000 and – yeah, 2016. Somebody took a look at this. So and they had Neil deGrasse Tyson take a look at this finally. yeah. The one scientist we have. Um, so think about that, right? Like um, he's saying that these flavors don't go into the water. You, you just smell them and you taste them. Okay. That's what this guy is pushing. But he does say that some of the flavors do escape into the air. Uh, the cups have a lifespan of six to eight months. And you have to reorder Ooh. the cups. So it's kind of a subscription model, kind of the same thing, right? Um, Probably even less if you're washing in the dishwasher, right? Yeah. You're not supposed to wash them in the dishwasher. You're not supposed to microwave them. Um, Well, how am I going to drink my my famous microwaved water? (laughs) The idea is sound. Dr. Gary... Rhinoceros, I don't know how to spell it, it's pronounced his last name. He teaches courses in food flavoring at the University of Minnesota's Department of Food Science, uh, though he's skeptical about the execution. Um, so this guy says that's highly unlikely the way that it's set up, that it, that it would work. Sweetness you don't smell, and that's required to support a flavor, just like tartness. Um, flavors like sweetness and tartness, they don't come out of the air, they come out in water. So you're not gonna you're not gonna smell sweetness. You're not gonna like So this guy's the original Dr. Scent. Yeah, this guy should be Dr. Scent. He's the real deal. Well that makes sense what it, what he's saying. If you think about how you um uh, how when you smell things, uh so yeah, on the first on the first hand you're thinking, okay, I can definitely smell like a grape flavor or whatever, that makes sense. Yeah. But then he says you can't smell sweetness. That's true. Yeah. Right? Like you can't smell of a, a sucker, a lollipop, if you will. And I mean, unless it touches water, right? So this, yeah. this, this guy says the rim of the cup must release the flavor compounds into the water. Um, artificial flavors aren't necessarily bad for you, but that mode of delivery could make it difficult to achieve the right flavor balance. You put too much water in, you get too much flavor out. Um, so you would have to, it's, a, it's like a balancing act that you have to do, right? Um, in order to get the right flavor balance, I guess. Like the craziest fucking product ever, I think. Um, so the reason why I wanted to talk about it is somebody updated and said they got their cup. Um, Finally got that cup. Doesn't, doesn't speak English as a first language, so bear with me. It says, does it work? No, it doesn't. It has a powerful aroma, and the top of it, uh, the the rim... Have a taste of fruits, and you feel it when your lips are t- and tongue are touching it. Uh, do I feel the taste of of juice? No, you feel like you're drinking not water, but that's not a juice. So not water and not a juice. What what the fuck are you drinking? So basically, what this is is uh, 
if you ever want to go into your kitchen and grab a cup and pour some juice in there and drink the juice and then leave it out and then later go in and pour some water in that same cup and drink that, uh, that's pretty much what you're working with here. Yeah, it says sim- water tastes better than this. <laughs> so it doesn't even taste good. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, luckily it didn't make any money and has been confined to the dustbin of history. And moving on. Ooh. Uh, $1,589,620. 864% above the goal raised January 17th. Um. All the updates on the on the fucking thing are people saying, "Where's my cup? I need my cup. Can I have my cup, please?" No updates from the guy. Uh, this guy got his cup though. So, kudos to that well, guy. One one cup head. Good for him. And he hates it. <laughs> it doesn't taste as good as the stuff that doesn't taste like anything. Well, that's terrific, Mike. So, from one drink scam to another. I'm going to bring you Anza, redefining the espresso machine in concrete and Corian. And uh, I saw this uh, from one of our friends on Twitter, and I am I'm not remembering uh, where I saw it. So apologies. I'm I'm just ripping you off, bud. But uh, but I saw this and, and felt like we had to talk about it because I know you're you've been eating night beans tonight, but you're also a bit of a morning bean guy as well i'm a dual bean kind of guy yeah you get a dual bean setup and it's a really nice setup too uh but of course the morning bean we're talking about is none other than coffee uh and you gotta have that coffee sometimes in the morning right and if you haven't made the jump to espresso yet i mean espresso is like freaking coffee on crack yeah yeah it is that's my review of espresso the beverage (laughs) so Espresso machines are extremely expensive, so that's typically why you're going to go to your Starbucks and get a get a pull off of that, and uh, and have them uh, put it in some ice and then sprinkle some cinnamon dust on it. But one of the cool things um, about espresso machines is uh, they cost a lot of money and they're also huge, um, but they're generally just that you know that same old the same old colors that we're used to seeing. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Mm. This looks like my freaking refrigerator. It matches it perfectly, actually. So annoying. Um, but what these guys have done is they've made it out of concrete. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that great material that you love to make, um, electronics out of. So a, con- a concrete espresso, espresso machine. I could see like uh, just the world's richest asshole buying one. Maybe that's who it's for. I don't know. Oh, you think I should buy it? Hmm. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. Um, it's expensive, like all espresso machines. It's going to retail for twelve hundred dollars. Uh, all it does is make <clears throat> this, you know, this one type of espresso hot ass water forced through some uh beans uh it it looks very simplistic it's a very brutalist style of architecture it says what they're going for it's definitely achieved that in that it is a like a big rock um and you're probably wondering how heavy it is and uh, i've got the stats for you right here it's 33 pounds 
<laughs> which I would say is maybe on the high side for <clears throat> coffee maker. Yeah. Um, what is that? That's the size of a baby. Yeah, Mike likes to have everything in terms of how many babies it is. This is about one baby and a half, probably. <laughs> one and a half babies. Yeah. So, but for now, you can get it for just 800 bones, okay? Uh, they're surging over their goal at $139,000 raised of $130,000 with six days to go on this. So by the time you hear this, it'll probably be finished. I'm just leaving myself a nice gap here to edit out um, all the stuff where we sound really depressed. So <laughs> uh, the cool thing about that 33-pound weight is that it's going to be really expensive to ship. Uh, but no worries, because your $800 pledge does not actually include shipping. So you're going to be uh, throwing some more bones on top of that to get a 33-pound coffee maker shipped to you. Um, so that already sounds awesome. Uh, I can't imagine how much that's going to cost. I would say probably a hundred bucks. I don't know. Um, well, if you're buying a twelve hundred dollar fucking espresso machine, you can afford it. It comes with an app. You know that. Now that's what's nice. Now that's what's nice. Um, but uh, another cool thing about it is, if it happens to get broken in the mail, you can just send it right back to them because it's, uh, of course, it'll be covered by warranty, um, or at least it would if uh, they offered warranties at all. <laughs> No. But they don't. So no no warranty. Okay. No warranty on these things, uh, which, if you really think about what it is, is a, you know, a hollow concrete mold mm -hmm. uh, filled with um, electronic components, uh, glass, uh, plastic tubing, um, and other small intricate uh, pieces of metal that have to fit together <clears> just <throat> so. And, uh, of course, none of that will ever uh, break. Or, or get clogged or stop working or uh, work less than optimally or anything like that. So uh, honestly, don't see any problem with this at all because just hell, just buy a new one when uh, when it starts fucking up. You know, that's what I that's what I say about it. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So why is shipping not included in the price? They say we've done everything we can, uh, we've done everything we can do to get the shipping costs down, uh, except to cover it, I guess. But the, but the fact that but the fact is that it costs a lot to ship espresso machines around the world. I did not know that. So I uh, learn something new every day. Just uh, it's exorbitantly priced to ship an espresso machine around the world. That's crazy to me. Well, yeah, you make a massively dense cube, and all of a sudden these fat cats down at the post office want an <laughs> arm and a leg to move it around for you. I mean, come on, guys. Well, uh, it just it it just sucks that this keeps happening. I mean, at least it's not tons of plastic. You know, one of the things I I always say on here is I get I get bummed out thinking about um, all the plastic that we're we're dredging up and 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 forming and putting out into the world, and it's gonna you know take ten thousand years to rot in a in a dump somewhere. So at least this is concrete, I guess. Um, yeah, that's kind of neat. Whenever you get tired of it, you can go smash it in the driveway. Yep. And then just reuse it that way. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. It makes you wonder, hey, why aren't all of our appliances concrete? Yeah. You know, that that <laughs> thing we all have in our driveway that never cracks or anything. Um, pretty cool. And, well, I guess the other thing about concrete is, is uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but it actually is a very porous material. Um. So, uh, yeah, over time it does harden and, and keeps the water out. Um, 
I wonder if like so uh, that's going to be a problem, you know, like um, you're steaming fucking hot, high temperatures in this fucking thing. Is it going to just fucking crack? I hope so. Yeah, we can only hope that the extremely high temperature, high pressure, uh, very moist uh, rigmarole that this thing is going to go through will crack it uh, on the very first attempt. Um, and then you're going to have to pay $300 to get it sent back to their headquarters and they won't reimburse you because there's no warranty. Um, but other than those like five or six absolutely critical problems with the product, I would say it's uh, one of the best ones I've seen this year. So, <laughs> so thumbs up. We, Kudos to them. We love it's getting, it. Anza is getting the official YKS stamp of approval. Um, and, uh, and just imagine like a big sound effect of a stamp going down and then the guy pulls the stamp away and it's like a turd or something funny like that. Yeah. And we'll work on that. We'll get but. that in there. Jeff, the next thing I have for you, and this is, the, is this the last one? Could it really be the last one? Uh, I'm sad. Uh, earlier it took you back in time or technically uh, going back there again or maybe we didn't leave. Oh, maybe we never left. Maybe this is like the island on Lost. Yeah. I want to talk about the the Hollis. Uh, the Hollis. The Hollis um, was a big time scam. I think we covered it on the blog uh, years and years ago. But, uh, you know, in Star Wars, that classic scene in Star Wars, uh, above the Millennium, or on the board of the Millennium Falcon, when they're playing the uh, game of Jajaric. Remember that? Oh shit! You know the game? Classic scene. Uh, with a little, uh, I think most people would know it. It looks like the little monster chessboard. Yeah, the little monster chessboard. Um, so this is like a a fucking tabletop holographic display is what it's built or built as. Um, so it's <laughs> it's a it's a device that was invented. Um, where it, it will display something in a holographic image um, on your table or desk or, or what have you, right? Um, but it never delivered. Um, it is fucking huge. There, there are <laughs> photos of it on the, the Kickstarter page. It's the size of like half of a dinner table or something. It's humongous. Just outrageously big. Oh my god, yeah, it is absolutely <clears throat> massive. I mean, it looks like a fucking fish tank. But uh, I researched this a little bit, and it's using, um, it's using a little fucking, it's like a parlor trick. Oh wow! Um, to display some of the fucking the holographic image. Do you remember when they they did the uh, uh, Tupac at the fucking Coachella thing back in the day? Yeah. Same type of trick. Um, Basically, this is incredible. This is like if somebody spent three hundred thousand dollars on uh, special rings that uh, that go together when you hit them really hard, uh, and then won't come apart again, or uh, the the half million dollar scarf that seems to keep coming out of my throat. <laughs> yeah, gotta get that checked out. The illusion is called a the Pepper's Ghost. It's a classical uh, optical trick. Uh, this is using the exact same type of thing right it's not really like a fucking star wars machine that somebody invented it's just a wow just a hologram mirror trick um so in the in the in the top image it's zoomed in so far that the the 
the actual pyramid, like the glass pyramid that surrounds this stupid little piece of shit, like fades away. You don't really see it. Yeah. It it looks like just a, a table, like you were saying, like in Star Wars. <clears throat> uh, but then you you go down and you look at the other images, and what it is is a like a like a, a monstrous dinner plate uh, encapsulated by a pyramid, um, and then surrounded by a cube of plastic. Yeah. I mean, this might be the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. It's pretty big, right? Uh, Just in terms of raw size, yeah. Uh, enjoy playing games on Hollis. Hollis. Okay, so another another way you could use this is they they give an example of like teleconferencing, and there's a little man in a business suit trapped in this fucking little glass pyramid, <laughs> like the guys from Superman when they're uh, when he throws him out in space. Yeah. Um, but it it never delivered, right? So that's the that's the fuck of it. He got uh, what did he get? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. I wrote it down here. I did, actually did the conversion for this one. Two hundred ninety-seven thousand seven hundred ninety dollars Canadian. I don't know what they call dollars up there. What do they call it? Uh, they call them bloondies. Uh, two hundred ninety-seven thousand seven hundred ninety bloondies. Converted to USD, that's 235343 American dollars. Uh, wow. Funded on July 2015, or 2015, yeah. Did anything come of it ever? Uh, no, not at all. So I was reading through some of the reviews and some of the comments. People are absolutely pissed. One guy's like, oh, I pledged $1,100. Where's my fucking thing? Oh, boy. Um, this guy has uh, updated the thing 12 times since funding it. Uh, the last update was June, not of 2017, of 2016. It's the last year. A whole year has gone by and nothing. It's fucking gone dark. Uh, two people backed it at the $8,000 level. So two people were like, yes, $8,000 I have just laying around. You can have it. That's amazing. Two people also at the $4,200 level, which is a lot of money to me. I don't know. Yeah, I can see how you would think that. <laughs> but it never delivered. 496 people uh, just completely fucked out of their money, right? Let's read a some. Cool and his money are soon uh, extremely upset at the Kickstarter they backed, I think is the old turn of phrase. August 17th, someone said refund. August 5th, someone said any news? No, no <laughs> updates for more than a year. Sad. <laughs> so... Uh, j- uh, j- uh, just checking in. Hey, uh, uh, if you guys aren't busy, I'd like to get. Okay, look, I'm overdrawn by a lot. I maxed out some credit cards. I'd like to get uh, eight thousand dollars back from you, <laughs> if I could. <laughs> it's not too much to ask. Ah, oh, boy. But this one was. There's a lot written about this one. It's a big time scam. Uh, I think we wrote about it on the blog, like I said. But never got their money. We'll never get it. Sorry. I thought. What do you think about this theory? All of the people getting taking getting taken in by these pretty obviously fake uh, Kickstarter scams would just a scant ten or fifteen years ago be dialing up the psychic hotline. Oh, absolutely. Like three times a day. Yeah, absolutely. She knows so much about me. She guessed. She guessed my uh, area code. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's just this, it's just uh, it's just a new version of it. I wonder what the next version will be uh, to take in uh, morons. I don't know. Is it microtransactions? What do you what What do you think it is? Uh, Patreon subscriptions. <laughs> Come on, right. hey, and, hey. That's, and that's it for the six pack. Um, <laughs> let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more excellent f- content free of charge yeah. right after this. Okay, Mike, we're back after that wonderful break that we we just kind of stretched our legs a little bit. Yep. We're all stretched out. We kind of stretch each other out a little bit, really. Yeah, we do stretch each other out. Yeah, kind of like on the sidelines, you'll see the football guys getting stretched out by the trainers. It's Mm -hmm. kind of the same sitch here. Yep. You got to stay in top physical shape to do this podcast. To be a podcaster? Oh, my God. People don't realize. That guy, that guy must work. Some guys, some ladies looking at me on the street as I'm walking down the street. A big gulp. Nah, he must be a podcaster. Look at that body. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. There's no big gulps here either, so that's kind of yeah. Well, you lived here for three years and you're still using old soda terminology from the other place you lived, which I won't even say what it is out of respect to you. What the? I mean. Uh, oh, I was eating, uh, I was drinking a, a Cooter's Big Chug or whatever the fuck we had. Done. I don't know what we had. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Cooter's. This episode of YKS brought to you by Cooter's. <laughs> um, so we're going to do a segment now uh, that's a recurring segment that people think just doesn't recur quite enough. Yeah. Um, people love it. We get emails and uh, phone calls now. We got the phone number in there. Hey, uh, make that recur some more. So <laughs> they're begging for a recurrence and you know what? We're going to deliver. So this is real or fake. Uh, the, the wonderful game where I try to trick our little friend, Mike over there. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not tricking him in some of the other ways I trick him. Uh, like, uh, it's, it's not like when I uh, paint a big, uh, black, uh, semicircle on a cliff face and then, uh, and then run through it all the way and then he sees that and then he runs in and he smashes his uh, big honking nose on Mm -hmm. it Uh, so it's not like that Um, it's not like when I put a big pile of bird seed on the ground um, and then I have like an anvil waiting to smash him uh, into a million pieces Uh, this is actually where I try to trick him with some fake kickstarters that I have made up that are coming straight out of my own twisted mind um and see how many he gets right and how many he gets wrong. There's some real ones sprinkled in here as well, of course, to throw him off the scent of that bird seed he loves so much. Uh, but, Mike, are you are you in the right frame of mind to try to guess <clears throat> which of these is real and which of these is fake? I've been practicing. Yeah. Well, you had a kind of a poor showing the last time out. Yeah. Um, Did you hear that rain hitting the, the roof? Sorry about that if you hear that. Uh, I didn't design this roof. No, I hear your beans popping in the background. <laughs> I've been practicing. I came up with a, one of my own uh, to try and trick you. Um, you did? Yeah, because I just wanted to get in kind of the spirit. I know you, it's your turn. You're doing it this time, but I wanted to uh, kind of lay this one on you real quick. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And I totally read about 
or just made up and I want to tell it to you. So we'll kind of do like an example real quick of how this how this goes. So hey JF, this this first Kickstarter that I found or made up is called uh Sauce Boys. And what this what this Kickstarter is is you ever have like a, a little turkey sandwich? And then you're like, hmm, this is a good turkey sandwich. And then you're like, hmm, it's a little dry though. Right? Yeah, turkey, a famously dry meat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're like, oh, I wish that I had uh, a little bit of sauce to put on this and wet it up. So you get on. I wet my sandwich up. You get on the app. You pick out what sauce you want. You click the button. You put in your. Uh, you scan your check, and then what wow. they do is they send over a guy who's got a little uh, fanny pack, and he opens it up, like three or four different sauces in there, and he's like, "All right, what do you need?" And you're like, "I need a little, uh, I need a little mayo." So he mm-hmm. squirt, and then he leaves, leaves the house. So that's Sauce Boys, uh, the Kickstarter. It's um, it's either real or fake. So you tell me what you think. Um, I'm gonna say Sauce Boys. Is not yet real, but by the time we're done recording this episode, uh, we're going to have a solid business plan together to get this thing off the ground because I love the idea. Yeah. Uh, you guessed that right. That is not real. I just made it up. So that's how oh. real or fake works. So I'm ready. As you can tell, my mind sharpened up and I'm uh, ready to go. So hit me with that first one. Let me know if that's real. No, you let me know if it's real yeah. or fake, you son of a gun. <laughs> Don't try to play your verbal tricks on me. <laughs> okay, Mike, the first one I got here for you is, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce these sometimes because they kind of look weird like when they're uh, printed out. I'm just going to take a uh, guess here. I'm going to say it's, uh, I'm going to say it's Ash, but it's spelled A dot S-H, okay? Mm-hmm. The world's only smart speaker that looks like an ashtray powered by Alexa. Uh, gone are the days when old Pa would sit down in his easy chair and fire up a pipe full of Smoker's Delight. And good riddance, we say. But there was something about that era's aesthetic that we really miss in our modern living rooms. Introducing Ash, the smart speaker that looks even smarter than it sounds. Ash, uh, sort of like an ashtray smart speaker. Uh, it's got Alexa in it. Is that real or is that fake? I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here. I'm going to go ahead and say that that is fake. That is correct. Nice. That's one for me. I appreciate on the, the board. I appreciate the smoker's delight. That was a great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of any uh, tobacco brands off the top of my head. Yeah. So I had to, had to improvise with smoker's delight. Okay. Mike is on the board at 1-0 right now. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got Flipper, the self-care coin. Mm-hmm. Heads, you feel better, and tails, you feel better, too. <laughs> Flipper, the self-care coin. So this is, okay, so there's two choices here on this coin. You flip it, heads, you feel better, tails, you also feel better. Yeah, I think, you, you know, you, you heads is like, uh, you know, we've we've said in the past, like, you know, wash your ass, right? And then, and then tails is like, you know, like run a marathon. So you just you're on the toilet and you just got done taking a big smelly shit, mm-hmm. and you flip the coin, and if it says run a marathon, you got to 
get it, get get out that door and run that marathon. Let <laughs> go, hustle, baby. It's a self care coin flipper. Ooh, you know this is a tough one, Jeff. You really know how to put the screws to me. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with this one being fake. You got me. Yeah. You got me. It's a fake one. I made it up. Woo! Skin of my teeth. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, you, so you're two and zero right now. Two and so you're on kind of a hot streak. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But here's where I, here's where I come with the uh, with the split finger fastball. Okay. The Ever Cube, the multi-purpose cube, and lifetime toothbrush holder. The Evercube team has a vision of simplifying the daily lives of millions of people. Get your Evercube today and be a part of one of the most affordable Kickstarter campaigns ever. Also makes a great gift for family or friends. The Evercube. The Evercube. No no clue uh, as to what it is. It's an Evercube. Well, it is a multi-purpose cube and a lifetime toothbrush holder. (laughs) So uh, you, you uh, can take this one to your grave with you. Okay. Lifetime toothbrush holder. Yeah, you're always throwing away your toothbrush holders and you get tired of them. Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, well, I mean, mine's made of concrete, so I can't, I can't do anything <laughs> with it. I put it in place and that's it. Just take it out in the driveway and just smash it. <laughs> Smashing it with your fucking espresso maker. <laughs> that's right. The Evercube. <clears throat> well, this one is stupid, so uh, there's no denying that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it is also fake. So three in a row for me. Fake three in a row. That would have been smart, but this one is actually real. Oh, come on. Yep. Come on, yep. man. Created by Ryan Mueller and Chris Calvillo. 227 uh, backers pledged $5,511. To bring the Evercube life. What the fuck? Life. We're in the wrong fucking business, dude. Yeah. This is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That was uh, earlier this year they delivered on the Evercube. It's just a tiny little cube with a hole drilled in it. Somebody who with access to a CNC machine. Yeah. Just draining these things all day long. And it's, uh, it looked like it was five bucks, six bucks. Nine bucks. To, okay, ten. So yeah, so about five bucks a cube. <laughs> cool. Okay, cool. Oh, the ever cube. That was a real one. Okay, so two, two and one. You're still ahead of the curve. Next up, I got Parkeasy, and it's spelled kind of like you know, like Snoop Dogg would spell it. Mm-hmm. Parkeasy. It's a parking app. Parkeasy's mission is to make available, underused, privately owned parking spaces to the wider public <clears throat> at competitive prices. There are hundreds of thousands of privately owned parking spaces that can be leased out to users willing to pay for them, but they are unavailable to the wider public because there's no platform that can deliver the services. Parkeasy has developed a mobile tool that solves that problem. Parkeasy. Park easy. <clears throat> so it's sort of like uh, Airbnb for parking spaces. Yeah. I like when stuff is a thing plus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see this being a thing. Uh, I don't I don't think it's uh, necessary, but it doesn't really matter what I think. 
Um, I'm going to go with real on this one. JF. Mike says real, and he is correct. Uh, for now, anyways. Uh, 63 bucks pledged of 4000 uh, with 14 days to go on this one. Nice, nice. But also so probably not going to happen. But also not nice. <laughs> cool, cool. I don't... I don't think he goes into what um, a parking space would charge, which I think maybe is probably the first thing you should try to figure Wouldn't out. Wouldn't like just everybody want the closest ones, and then that's. But not all of them would be available, see, because it would only be who's a part of the park easy atmosphere. Oh, and those yeah. other suckers have to drive around and park in the space for free. Oh, so. yeah. So, yeah, so that's the main thing right there is you'll be paying for your spot. <laughs> You'll also be paying for it, but all right, I got gotcha. you. All right, next up we've got Fresh Fridge. Fresh Fridge, the affordable smart kitchen solution. Fresh Fridge transforms existing refrigerators into smart appliances, saving time and money by making it easier to shop, cook, and store food. Uh, you got a central hub that organizes, tracks, and monitors all of your shopping lists, food inventory, recipes, and more. You've got uh, connected food containers to measure temperature, give expiration reminders, and keep your food fresh. You've got smart sensors to improve the internal efficiency and quality of your refrigerator by creating temperature zones. And, of course, I wouldn't be on Kickstarter without this part. It is a cloud-based mobile app to have peace of mind and give you control over your fresh fridge anytime, anywhere. The fresh fridge. You like saying that, huh? Fresh fridge. Fresh fridge. Um, yeah, I could definitely see this one being real. Um, does it have a subscription model? Hmm. Said cl- no information at this time. Cloud-based. Um, a tough one. Um, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with real. That is correct. I was on the fence. I was on the the fresh fridge. It's it's a whole ecosystem to turn your regular old dumb fridge. Yeah. Into a smart fridge, buddy. (laughs) Hey, bud. Can't help but notice your fridge is kind of stupid, buddy. (laughs) So... You guys got you guys got the smart fridge over there, or are you still working? <clears throat> no, we no, we recently got a new fridge, but it's not smart. Yeah. I like how the only thing I like how the fridge uh, that I have frost create ice, and you knock it off when you close the door, and it goes on the floor, and then it's mm-hmm. like now I got to kick this under the fridge. Don't even get me started on kicking stuff under the fridge, buddy. <laughs> Feel like I'm an expert on kicking things under the fridge lately. So yeah. Okay, you're doing. You're you're acquitting yourself pretty well here, Mike. You are, f- I believe, four and one. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's pretty. That's a pretty good mark. Um, next up, we've got the Deuce Bigelow Mail Gigolo reissue <laughs> slash special edition. <laughs> As we approach the 20th anniversary of this modern classic and the old DVD player gathers dust in the corner, we can't help but wonder, where's our Deuce Bigelow on Blu-ray? <laughs> Don't make us he-bitch man-slap you, Buena Vista Pictures. 
the Deuce Bigelow Mel Gigolo reissue. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, man, just, this one feels real. But could be fake. Um, I'm going to go ahead. That's the name of the game, isn't it? That is the name of the game. Clever, whoever thought that up. I'm going to go ahead and see that this one is you're right, but I, I do think they should reissue. <laughs> um, let's get a full commentary on there from Rob and Eddie Griffin and the gang. In st- stunning Blu-ray. <laughs> Don't make me he-bitch man-slap you. <laughs> I had to look up some of the quotes. Yeah. I, I wanted to get Mangina in there, but I, I couldn't figure out how to do Mangina. Well. Do you remember that? Did you ever see the movie? Yeah, I don't remember the sequel though. It was a European gigolo, right? You think yeah. the the concept that they carved down the first one couldn't possibly translate to a sequel, but you would be uh, wrong, my friend, because it does. And it translates very well. That's all I hear. Very I well. Remember. I don't remember watching it. Um, I remember the first one, right? He's a he's a aquarium cleaner. He goes to a rich guy's house. The cleaner. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie because I don't want to take that away from you if you haven't seen it. Yeah, but it's a real doozy. It's a treat. Let's just say there's some laughs. <laughs> well, there's a laugh or two to be had. I can still remember uh, the, one of the initial bits as he goes into the pet store to get the same fish every time, yeah. and the the idea is he wants the lady working there to bend over and get her titties <laughs> into the water in a wet shirt, and then she goes and rings him up, and you can just see her tits. Um, yeah. Like, she wouldn't feel the water on her tits at all. Yeah. I don't. Maybe she was in an accident and lost feeling in her titties. Like, she got... She fell off a motorcycle or something. Remember that one part where it's like, that's a huge bitch! I do still say that's a huge bitch. I, w- I, I will honestly admit that I yeah. say that's a huge bitch. You think um, that, and some, you think, sometimes I'll even say, uh, "Come here and check out my mangina." Do you think that, like, uh, women different sizes and stuff? You think that's funny? You think that's something to laugh at? <laughs> do I think it's do I think it's funny when there's like a huge bitch somewhere? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like if she's All right. huge. All right. Yeah. Well, I tried to trip you up, and you just went with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, I'm done. Like, people are done with me. It's, it's already <laughs> it's already over for me. Okay, next up, we got Rager. Or Roger. I'm not sure how you say it. Um, it's the garage sale app. Yeah. Have too much junk in the space where your trunk is supposed to go? Hmm. Getting ticked off about it? Yeah, well, we were too. And we were tired of the flakes creeps and downright weirdos who would come skulking around looking for the free bed frame we put on craigslist for oh yeah 25 dollars that's why we created rager or roger the social network for people who want a yard sale without the yard but with the sale okay this little app little app for people who how does this differentiate i mean how does this differ from from Craigslist, you just have to have an account, and that's all that's required. I don't think Craigslist is an app. Yeah, I guess. I guess not. I guess not. <clears throat> so I guess you kind of feel pretty stupid. <laughs> right 
Roger. If I had to guess. Roger, Roger, Roger. Jeff, I'm going to say that this one is also fake. Fake as the day is long. You are sniffing me out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wise to you. It is not real. Wise to you. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm going to really have to try to trip you up on this next one. It is the poo emoji toilet plunger. Your favorite emoji just got a lot more useful. Real quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember when I bought that uh, couch. Remember that couch you hated? I had had it delivered to my house. Uh Like the first week that I, um, it was the first week that I was in Nashville. I got it delivered. I hired some guy off Craigslist to come get it because I didn't have a truck. And uh, he helps me bring the couch in the apartment where I was staying. And uh, when he's leaving, he's like, hey, do you want to buy a gun? <laughs> so oh my God. I did sell me a pistol. He had it with him and shit. So Craigslist, uh, kind of sketchy. Kind of stay away from Craigslist if you can, guys. Yeah. Anyway, poop emoji, the movie, is that what you're saying? The poo emoji toilet plunger. Your favorite emoji just got a lot more useful. Bring home the poo emoji toilet plunger. Hmm. Favorite emoji. So you know what the poo emoji is, right? Yeah, the classic little brown guy with the crazy... Uh, Do you watch that film that they had? Are you kidding me? I was there at the midnight release. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, if you're doing a lot of midnight releases, you may need this poo emoji <laughs> toilet plunger. Damn, you should be their spokesperson. Um, the poo emoji toilet plunger. Uh, I could see this existing, so kudos to you for that. However, you could see it existing in your freaking bathroom. However, however, I'm going to say that this one is also fake. This one is real. No. <laughs> no. The people who made the Squatty Potty have made this. God damn it. You know what the Squatty Potty is? Yeah, it's the uh, little fucking stool that you put your feet on. It's supposed to help you shit better. Yeah, well, I have no problem shitting, so I've never looked into it. But I guess they felt the need to branch out. I guess they licensed the poo emoji, and they put it on a plunger. Damn. Damn, I thought Mm. this was fucking fake. I got you there. Got you there. Looking it up now, it's a plunger. It's just a poop emoji with a fucking little stick coming out of his head. He's got the white eyes and the white mouth. Won't be white for long, I feel like. Right? Yeah, you got that right, dude, because all my poops are going to get on it. All the little uh, nooks and crannies of that are going to be covered in shit. It seems like a bad design for a plunger because also it looks like at the top there's a gap between the top of the poop and the plunger handle yeah so it seems like that's just where all the poop is going to go into i'm no plunger scientist but i feel like you would want it to be smooth but uh hey what do i know plus it looks like a freaking poop i mean like what the heck can you imagine having somebody in your house and they're like they go in the bathroom hey i need to powder my nose and you go in there ah there's a big poop in here I think it would be funny to, uh, if you ever went over to somebody's house who is uh, lame enough to have like emoji stuff in the house, Yeah, I think it would be cool to go in and look at their plunger and come out and say, hey, I don't want to embarrass you guys, but somebody took a shit on your floor in there. Um, and then just deadpan it like the whole time. 
No, that's just a plunger. We just have it. No, no, you need to come see that somebody, somebody pulled down their pants and they laid a, a big brown egg in here, and you need to come look at it. And then they go in, and you had shit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I smeared it around I, with their stupid plunger. I fucking that I told ate. you, didn't I tell you? I know about I the mean, thing over there with the emoji. <laughs> I stupid. Saw that. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm talking about human shit. Uh, it was also me. Uh, it was you as well. Um, the poo emoji has raised 4,000 of 15,000 six days to go, but I kind of think Squatty Potty is just probably going to make it anyways, because yeah. they've sold like a billion of these little toilet stools, which is gross. Yeah. A lot of times it's like, uh, we could make this anyway, but let's have somebody else make it with their money. Yeah. These guys are freaking poo perverts. Yep. Oh, it looks like they actually tried to do this already and then canceled it. I don't know what was going on there. Um, hey, maybe this is just a shitty idea. Ah. <laughs> um, and I guess I should, I don't think I said that Fresh Fridge had raised 12000 or 20000 as well with 28 days to go. So uh, if you really need a Fresh Fridge, it looks like you can have that. Yeah. Dumbass. All right, Mike. Uh, let's see here. You are uh, you got two wrong and two to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means you got six correct. The best I've ever done, I think. Yeah, you're doing very well. So here's what we got next for you, okay? Yeah. Lay it on me. We've got GamerX. GamerX is the first gaming and tech convention with a focus on LGBTQ geek culture. We believe that there are a great number of gay, lesbian, transgender, genderqueer, and bisexual folks out there of every color and creed that at the end of the day love to geek out geek about video games tabletop games tech comics all that fun stuff and we believe that creating a community for these folks gamers as they are affectionately dubbed is important to help shape a more tolerant and safer space in gaming after all everyone games gamer x gamer x a gaming and tech convention for gay folks um. Yeah, I this is a uh, real. I could see this. I could see this being real. Um, are you looking at your uh, tickets? <laughs> come right now. Come is that on. why you're saying that? Come on. <laughs> oh, so you think it's like uh, bad to be? Oh, okay. Is that, is that I I didn't say that. I just wondered if you maybe you'd win. But it sounds like you think it's bad. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> uh, it's the greatest bit that we do it is. <laughs> um yeah this this one is a real um uh there's obviously nothing wrong with with gay people liking games but i thought that uh there has to be like a vanishingly small number of <laughs> gender queer people who love zelda um just seems weird to me that you would need a convention like how how many ballrooms are you going to fill up? Yeah, with transgender gamers. I don't know. Maybe there's maybe that's, I'm underestimating. I don't know. I think uh, you are. I think uh, and that's offensive, but uh, I think you're highly underestimating the LGBT. Well, we don't have to say the, the full, full. We all know the letters. We don't have to say them. Yeah, so um, they're out there. <laughs> that's how I end it. We're, hey, they're why out do you, there. Why, 
Why did you make it sound like uh, the X Files oh. when you said that? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're saying it. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so uh, the last one we've got here, Mike, is the Gobar Junior. Uh, this is an organic, non-GMO, no added sugar, ethically sourced granola snack bar created specifically for kids on the go by kids on the go. Finally, a granola snack your kids will want to eat. Uh, first flavor lineup is Boba Cocoa, Coconutty Crunch, <clears throat> Green Tea Splash, Apple Cinnamazing, Salt-Tastic Vanilla Bean Brazil Nut, and Boodleberry Brittle. And and as a stretch goal, they will make granola bars for adults. So, the Go Bar Junior. Go Bar Junior. Uh, For kids, by kids. So, sort of like the FUBU of granola (laughs) bars. So, it's all kids working there, and that's cool that they're bringing back child labor for just for a granola bar company. Well, maybe it was just designed by the kids, you know. You don't know what these guys are doing. Um... We did one uh, a couple weeks back. It was like boy food, girl food. It was just that's right. Granola in like a bucket or something like that. Um, Wife food. Yeah, that was just uh, munched up credit cards that they put in the bag. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm gonna say that this one is real as well. Wow, so you think they're bringing back child labor? God, you're <laughs> such a piece of shit. Is it real or fake? That one was not real. Uh, that one was fake. Okay. I had fun with the flavors there. Man, you went went all out. That's what fucking that's what fucking threw me off. Boo boo berry blast or whatever the hell. <laughs> that was <laughs> nice work. Uh yeah, you know how kids love green tea and boba? Some of their favorite flavors. Choco Chunky Monk. <laughs> Grumpy Grape. <laughs> they love shit called, uh, well, uh, kids love shit called like uh, wild berry. Yeah, they do love wild berries. Wild berries. They love munching into a wild berry bar. Yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so that was real or fake. You did pretty good. Uh, tripped you up a couple times. Yeah. Um, what was the final tally on that? Uh, write in if you know what the final tally on that was. I wasn't. Your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. I didn't write it is down. Is the email. Yeah. So, that's cool. Nailed it, though. Hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool, guys. That's pretty cool stuff. Jeff, do you want to uh, read? Uh, you want to read some mailbag? Couple. We have time for some mailbag. I think we got time for a little mailbag. Let's uh, let's let the theme song take it away, and then uh, you, you can uh, you can dig into those letters like your old Santa Claus. How about that? That's where you come in. Perfect. Okay, so what's the first one off the pile there, Mike? This one's sent in by uh, Ian. He says, long-time listener. 
love the cast. I was just wondering, what is your favorite thing about each other's home? Thank you, Ian. You can go ahead and list it. You don't have to limit it to one. I don't think you can say as many. Multiple things? Yeah, I think you can. I'm going to bend the rules here and say you can say as many nice things. I'm going to say one. But okay, you, you just keep to one. Mike, I'm going to say you got a great deck set up. Yeah. Uh, it's really it's a spacious deck. You got a, you got that big tree out there. Uh, you got the grill. Love that tree. You got that patio furniture. And then you get down there, you got the fenced-in backyard. I mean, yeah. that's just suburban heaven right there to me. And as a bonus, the basement rocks. I know you're not a fan of the basement, but uh, having a basement is so cool to have. <laughs> It's a finished um, basement. It's got a fucking, it's got a fucking rock wall downstairs. I don't like the. It's very dated. Yeah, very dated. I think you can make the, you can modernize the rock wall. I think if you if you do the stuff around it, it'll it'll look new. Um, but I but I really like having a basement, especially in older houses. They just feel really sturdy. You know, around here we get storms, there are tornadoes and stuff. It's a good place to go. And the and I miss my basement. I don't have one here, so. Um, <clears throat> I think the basement is cool. I think the deck is cool. You got some nice outdoor spaces there, Mike. You got some great man cave situations over there. I really like it. I like the basement because sometimes I'll go down there and uh, jack off. Yeah. No, sometimes I'll go down there and uh, I'll see a a, a large bug, and it, mm. it is uh, one of those. Uh, I don't know if you've you've ever seen them, but they're called cave crickets. Oh, I know them well, yes. Uh, they look like fucking crickets, but they have like spider legs, and they are the craziest looking things I've ever seen in my life. I hate them. I don't like bugs. Not a bug man. Um, they scare me. So The cool thing about those is they can jump across the room. Yeah, dude, they jump so fucking far, and they look yeah. insane, uh, and I just smash them every time I see them. Yeah, that's gross. And then you jack off. I jack off while I'm smashing the bug. It's one of my little fetishes. Like those Japanese uh, women from years ago who would smash those puppies with high heels. Remember that? Okay. We don't have to. All right. Anyway. Kind of took, it, I kinda took a dark turn there. Uh, <laughs> hey, but I, uh, speaking of puppies, I do like your puppies. You got nice puppies. I would never smash them. They're very sweet. Sweet boy. Thank you for not smashing my puppies. Um, the next one here. You want to take this one away? Uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Hey, boys, just wonder... Uh, this is Patrick, writes in. Hey, boys, just wondering what music you're listening to these days. P.S. I'd love to hear Mike's famous impression of the character Walt Jr. from the <laughs> television show Breaking Bad. Keep up the great pod. Patrick. Okay. Walt Jr. from the television show Breaking Bad. Now, have you seen Breaking Bad at all, Mike? I watched the whole thing. Okay. Have you seen? Have you seen it? Did you watch it? I haven't seen a single frame. Are you shitting my ass? I, w- I would not do that. You gotta watch it. It's a good show. It's a good show. Um, <clears throat> what have I been... Cool, yeah. I'll just spend like 70 or 80 hours on a TV show instead of reading books and playing with my kids. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Never read a book in his life. What have, what have <laughs> I been listening to these days? Uh, what have I been listening to these days? Wait, why don't you go first? Let me pull up my my iTunes here. Oh boy! Tell you, what have you been well, listening to, Jay? Uh, <laughs> well, in the morning with the kiddo in the car, I got to listen to that Disney soundtrack where we've got 
the Moana songs. We've got Mulan. We've got Tarzan. Um, man, that the the fucking Tarzan soundtrack really bangs because uh, because <laughs> Phil Collins did it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it sort of like kicks ass for kids' music, you know? Yeah. Like if you're used to listening to Beauty and the Beast theme song. And then fucking Phil Collins comes on. Like, he's talking about a gorilla. Who cares? But it's, it's like it's like real music, you know? Yeah. So, so I've been listening to that in the morning. And then um, I've been listening to this new rapper by the name of uh, Ray Simmerd. I'm not sure if I'm saying his name correctly. Yeah. Uh, Ray Simmerd uh, is a really cool guy. I really, I really like his stuff. That's the whitest way to pronounce, I think. I think it's Ray Simmerd. I'm not going to try to pronounce it any better than you did. Yeah, Ray Simmerd, that's the guy's name. Ray Simmons. Check him out. Check out Ray Stevens. Does a lot of funny songs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to a lot of Frank Ocean. You ever heard of this guy? Yeah, I don't like You don't that. like Frank Ocean? No. Are you nuts! He's getting mad. No. Uh, my kid is into Portugal the Man. Um, I've also been listening to... Rocky Erickson, uh, guy, uh, and that's it. I think. Interesting. No women on your. <laughs> come on, come on. Well, let's hear your impression now. Big surprise, it's of a man. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Walt Walt Junior from uh, from uh, Breaking Bad. <clears throat> Now he was a. We should say for people who don't know he's a handicapped fella on that show. Walt Junior is. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm gonna do my impression of him. Hey everybody, I'm Walt Junior from the TV show Breaking Bad, and I sure do love selling drugs. All right, thanks. Wow, uh, Mike, that um, I gotta admit that sounded kind of familiar. Did it? I didn't. Even, well, it's you probably. You sure you haven't seen the show? I haven't seen the show, but for some reason, there was something about that impression that... Um, yeah. Maybe you saw it in a commercial or something. <laughs> maybe you saw it. Yeah. Maybe you saw like a preview or something like that. Yeah. Okay. So, I probably did. Uh, that's that's it. That's the show. That's it for the show, guys. Um, if you enjoyed this this two-hour two show ganza, uh, give us a five-star review on iTunes if you can. Um, and if you just want to copy and paste like a good review from like an Amazon product that you bought one time and you don't feel like writing one out for us, you can just type an Amazon product review on there. So give it five stars and be like, um, your Kickstarter sucks is, uh, the best, um, best vac- Nerf gun, <laughs> best vacuum cleaner I've ever, I've ever purchased. I love this. I love all the attachments. Uh, it does so good and at a great price too. And just do that. And you don't have to come up with anything else. Um, cause we really need those reviews or our boss hits us. So yep. we need those, uh, check out the Patreon as well. We had a, we had a big uh, bonus up, go up, uh, just earlier this week, uh, that you're really going to love. And of course the Twitter, your Kickstarter on Twitter, and our phone number as well. Uh, leave your messages. Uh, we'll leave you with a message at the end of the show that you can listen to as a sign-off. That number, I believe, might correct me if I'm wrong, 802-359-PISS. That's right. P-I-S-S. 
uh, 802-359-PISS is that phone number. Give us a ring, and uh, let's see, what's a good prompt for him this week, Mike? What what could they call in with? Um, <laughs> fucking no. <laughs> how about this? How about you call in with your favorite uh, family recipes? Just call in and read them over the phone to, to us, to the answering machine, um, I don't know how long the voicemail will let you read, but why don't you try to condense it down to about 30 seconds at most uh, and uh, give us your favorite recipe. Is it uh, cornmeal crusted catfish? Is it a, is it a vegetable polenta? Uh, is, it, is it, yeah, or is it monkey bread, you know? Uh, anything like any of those things would be great. Black bean soup. Um <laughs> Yeah. Ribs. Love those beans. Sticky barbecue. What's your favorite ribs. night bean recipe? Maybe throw throw that in there. That's a good. You got a night bean recipe? You call up eight zero two three five nine piss and read it to us over the phone. Hey, we'll play it on the air. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for calling in. Thanks also uh, to friend of the show Dave Shaw for sending in a theme that you've you've probably heard, uh, if not on this episode, on previous episodes. And uh, you can check his band camp out at Birthday Tapes MB dot bandcamp dot com birthday tapes mb dot bandcamp dot com uh i don't know maybe you get a better url bud <laughs> it's too hard to say you should make your url like um big dave dot com yeah and that one's for free so uh all right any more plugs mike no nope, that's it all right guys well, that's it and we'll we'll catch you next time on the show goodbye baba booey oh boy <laughs>